This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibas, along with the beautiful inside and out, Amy Julian. You're going to run out of adjectives. It's just, we only have a couple breaks left. <laughs> okay. I'm good. I, I'll, I'll have to get creative, though. I may just say, and... Amy Julian. There you Next go. Time. That actually might work. <laughs> you know, that's always my backup plan if I freeze. <laughs> well, Amy, we have had such a great show today, but it's not done yet. No kidding. It has has been beautiful. And I'm so grateful to Brie and Dion for being able to be here and having the courage to really to share your stories and to open your lives up, you know, so that we can kind of step in and, you know, have an understanding or at least a better understanding of what it is that parents go through. And Bree, during one of the breaks you were talking about, we did gloss over the whole grieving process because we're leading up really to this held retreat that you and Dion have um, created, you know, with the Diocese of Rapid City that will be later on this summer, the last weekend of July. But share with us, you know, your thoughts on that grieving process and, and why something like this is needed. Yeah, so specifically in regard to my faith journey, you know, I talked about my faith being relatively immature, um, that I was going through the motions, um, but that's my faith was kind of a side dish to the rest of my life. And so after Locke died, and I was really in that place of feeling so much anger and betrayal and doubt in God's goodness, um, and, and really wrestling with whether I could even make sense of this faith enough to continue to live it. And so the transition happened for me in that I was at a particular place where I was wrestling with the idea of heaven and hell. And while I wasn't concerned for Locke's sake, because he died before the age of reason, um, putting myself in the shoes of another bereaved mother who maybe had a child who didn't always make great decisions or didn't live or love their faith, um, and so I was having a hard time putting the pieces together of there being a heaven that is, I'm taught, is a place of no tears or sorrow, and that heaven is a real possibility for us. If I, as a mother, showed up to heaven and my child was not there, I couldn't understand how that could not be a place of intense sorrow as I was standing at, in the you know, as a newly bereaved mother living without my child. It just, I, I couldn't fathom how to make sense of that. And at the time, my brother was a seminarian. And so we were together one day and I posed this question to him, hoping he could offer some insight to help me make sense of it. And he was standing in my mom's kitchen, making a sandwich with his back turned to me. And he didn't turn around. He didn't look at me. He didn't say anything for a long time. And then he said to me, well, who are you trying to get to heaven for? And in that moment, I was kind of mad. I, um, <laughs> like, well, obviously you don't get it because you haven't experienced the death of a child. Um, and then as God does in his little nudges and places where things come, you know, a little bit at a time, I had been reading C.S. Lewis's The Great Divorce. And there's also a place in there where, a bereaved mother is so focused on getting to her child that she's missing the opportunity of heaven. And so as those pieces kind of came together, I started to really understand that if my 
goal to get to heaven was only to see my child, then I was going to miss the boat. And if I could fall in love with Jesus, I would get them both. And so there it began that I had to figure out how to love Jesus. Um, and it, you know, the, the process there wasn't anything um, that happened all at once, um, but little bit by little bit of leaning in and seeking to find answers where I had questions um, really helped me do that uh, a little bit at a time and, and fall in love with Jesus. Which is just beautiful. And, and to know that you can grow in your faith even in the midst of a trial like this, and, and perhaps sometimes especially in the midst of a trial like this, that this is an option to grow in your faith. And so you guys created this um, held retreat, um, which is specifically for bereaved parents, which will be held uh, July 30th through August 1st. And you've invited Father Leo to be your chaplain. And he's going to need to leave in a few minutes for a funeral. So we're going to ask your thoughts on this held retreat that these ladies have brought to you. Yeah, um, Dion um, came to me one day and asked me if I would consider being the uh, the spiritual director for the retreat. And um, yes, we talked about it. We said, you know, maybe I should pray about it a little bit. But actually, um, I knew pretty much right from the beginning that I that I wanted to be um, wanted to answer this call because I did feel like it was coming from the Holy Spirit, and um, it seemed like just a really great thing to be a part of. And so, yeah, so I said yes, and it's it's um, it's great. And it seems like such a a natural thing. Well, of course we would have a retreat for grieved grieving parents, and why have we never had a retreat for grieving parents? So it's a really obvious hole um, to fill. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's another thing that I thought of is that, uh, yeah, this is a place where we really do need something, and a, a retreat would be a really helpful thing for for many. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah um, we've talked in previous shows about the Rachel's Vineyard Retreat for men and women who have um, lost a child through abortion, and the same thing, you know, that, that the retreat experience, that intense experience of three days together with other people who are suffering from a similar loss, all under the covering of the Holy Spirit, you know, Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament, Mary under her mantle to bring all of that grief and pain to share together and to, you know, have it be infused with the Holy Spirit. It's such a beautiful thing. So, Dion, when you're creating a retreat like this, where do you even begin? Well... Actually, our first meeting for this was about three and a half years ago, and we were so completely overwhelmed. Um, A number of people had asked us to do something like this, and Bria and I and a number of other women met, and it just was so big, we couldn't uh, really get our arms around it. In addition to the fact that I was pretty newly grieving myself, and I was pretty fragile, and I didn't really feel equipped in in any way to to be involved in it. Um, But then all of a sudden in the last year... um, God put it on our hearts again and took control of the reins and things fell into place in a really fantastic way. So we have um, a, f- a full weekend planned for any grieving parents out there who might like to join us uh, just to, to have fellowship with other grieving parents, but also kind of cr- 
cradled in the opportunity to pray together, um, to engage, th thanks to Father Leo bringing us the sacraments. We'll have Mass every day. We'll have adoration a couple of times. We'll pray that beautiful chapel that we just prayed, and we'll actually do that up at the children's garden. Um, we have some activities that we're going to engage in to, to help us grow in faith and live more, more harmoniously with our grief. Um, and Bree and I will be doing several different talks. Um, the, the talks that I'll be doing will be talk, uh, speaking on how to live joyfully amidst your sorrow, um, how to find interior freedom. We might actually do that as the three of us together. Um, and then the power of the Mass, the communion of saints and the intercession, and kind of what's happening behind the veil um, at the altar, are things that I'll talk on and, and uh, share some very personal and vulnerable moments in my life of how God's blessed me with some experiences and some graces to see um, some of these things happening through my grieving process. Yeah. Earlier in the retreat, um, the talks that I'll focus on are really leaning into that discomfort and um, just embracing our crosses um, in order to get to that place of of healing we have to be able to to sit with our sorrow uh, in a non-judgmental space and when we're not criticizing ourselves for where we're at or you know, kicking ourselves for ha wrestling with God at all uh, sometimes we feel like uh, we are inadequate in our faith when we have doubts about God um, or His goodness. And so really just being able to open ourselves up to really going into those spaces. And then through those, kind of walking walking with you, um, walking together um, into that space of letting ourselves be held by God, finding joy in the sorrow, um, and being able to integrate kind of both the joy and the sorrow into um, our faith and our lives mm -hmm. from there on out. And both of you lost your children um, while they were children. Um, would the parents f who have lost a child, you know, in their 20s or 30s or older, uh, would they be eligible for this retreat? Would they be able to find comfort in this? Yeah, absolutely. I think as grieving parents, there's a wide spectrum of things, you know, it's, it's a sliding scale I like to think about as um, between the experiences that we didn't get to have with our children and the things that we miss about having them there. So somebody who has lost an infant has more of those life experiences that they long for. They long to see what their child would have done as they send them off to kindergarten. They long to know who they would have taken to the prom. Um, and the parents who've lost older children, they miss those things. They miss, just, they miss seeing their adult child. They miss um, the way they laughed, the way they sounded, uh, the way they, they hugged their, their parent. Um, and so while each parent has unique things that uh, are, are part of their grief, there are common threads through all of it uh, that, that make a neat community to be able to support each other in that space. Mm-hmm. And Father Leo, any thoughts before you have to leave us? Um, no, I just, I think that um, the Holy Spirit is really the one that's really guiding this uh, this, and, and will be there strongly during the retreat. So I think that, um, you know, we can all just kind of relax and put it in the Holy Spirit's hands and He will... Um, not only guide us, but also those who are experiencing the retreat themselves. So I think it'll be good. 
Father Leo, Brianne, and I are combining, uniting our prayers for whoever God is calling to spend this weekend with us. Uh, we're praying for them now um, already so that, uh, that their hearts will be opened if they, this is touching their spirit right now and they want to join us. Um, we are praying for that for them. And even if uh, one of our listeners hasn't lost a child, um, they probably know somebody who has. And so this might be something, this might be the gift that they've been waiting to give to that parent, to give them, you know, the understanding that this retreat is here for them. Yes. Oh, what a beautiful way to look at this, that it's a gift, a gift that you can give to someone. Mm -hmm. um, well, we are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to figure out who won the donuts, which is a lot more joyful than anyone can imagine. And then we will continue this talk about the held retreat right here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. If you have lost anyone to a sudden or tragic death, you can still help them. Please visit our website, suicideandhope.com, and memorialize those that you love. There is no obligation or cost. You can simply enter their first name, initials, or a nickname, and I will personally pray for them and have a Mass said each month. Please, again, visit suicideandhope.com. God's blessings to you all. And as all of you out in Radio Land listen to Real Presence Radio, what a great gift it is for every one of us. As we're in the car traveling, that we learn something about our love for Jesus, something about the great gift He has given us through His Holy Family, which is the Church. Or we also get to find something out more deeply about our own self that we come to know that we are made in God's image and likeness. And the great gift that we have is made and loved by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So continue to listen to this wonderful radio station. We need to support it in every way so that this beautiful gift of the gospel message can be spread throughout where all of this is heard and that the Holy Spirit will strengthen you all in His love. Have a wonderful day and keep listening to Real Presence Radio. As a working mother, I was thrilled to learn about the University of Mary's new online Catholic-infused graduate programs that truly work around my schedule. University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online programs to make choosing easy. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Okay, today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by the Little Outpost in Wall, South Dakota, featuring home decor, graphic tees, jeans, and more. More information on their products and store hours can be found on their social media platforms by searching The Little Outpost and online at shopthelittleoutpost.com. Today we honor Father Augie Gothman. 
and Julia nominated him, saying, Father Augie Gothman from Dilworth and Holly is so very good and helpful to all he meets. Always has a smile and hello, how are you? His weekly sermons are so interesting, and he is so knowledgeable about the saint of the day. Excellent. Well, congratulations, Father Augie, on winning the donuts. Dilworth and Holly are in Minnesota, in case some of our listeners are not aware of where that is. Too far for us to just pop over and get a donut, Amy. I don't know. It might be worth the drive. It might I've be. I've heard about those donuts. Yeah, especially if they're doing Sandy's Donuts with the maple bacon and the Ooh. Ooh. Fargo does have one thing to offer. Well, so well today's Honor Our Father's segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by the Little Outpost in Walls, South Dakota, featuring home decor, graphic tees, jeans, and more. More information on their products and store hours can be found on their social media platforms by searching The Little Outpost and online at shopthelittleoutpost.com. Very wonderful, and that's definitely worth a drive to go see The Little Outpost. Yes, those they are such great people there. Yeah, and then to have that chance to go see the Badlands. Yes. That's one of, our, one of our favorite things to do during the summer. Yeah, ours too. Yeah. We, we have a family vacation plan there someday. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I have to say, I've been all, the whole two hours I've been distracted by Karen. She looks like she's on vacation already because she has no shoes she's, on. I know. It's casual Friday. <laughs> it's casual Friday. <laughs> and I don't even see her shoes. I don't, I don't know. Here. She, oh, okay. They're here somewhere. I thought maybe you walked in from the parking lot, shoeless. Well, casual Friday can manifest in many ways. Like a Camino, you know. <laughs> Okay. Well, we've had such a beautiful time here with Dion and Brie of sharing the stories of Lachlan and Jacob and how they touched their lives and the lives of your entire families. And then, you know, how they're still a part of your life, you know, in this grieving process and this beautiful retreat that they've developed, the Held Retreat. Uh, Tell us, how did the name Held, where did that come from? (laughs) I think must be inspired by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, I noticed that both of us used the word held when we were talking about our experiences. Times. So yeah, yeah. probably yeah. just naturally. Yeah, so that's it's really just a space of um, there's nothing to be fixed. There's nothing. Um, that's that's really where God, where we where we noticed Him um, in a very real way in our grief is in those moments that we just felt held and comforted mm-hmm. um, by his presence. And so uh, that's one of the things that we want our attendees to be able to find. It's just that experience of being held and loved in their grief, knowing that like Jesus wept at Lazarus's tomb, he's weeping with us as well, that death wasn't his plan. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, what he did on the cross was to give our children back to us in an eternity. And, uh, so yeah, just letting letting parents feel held by by the Lord, and also the image of Mary holding Jesus mm-hmm. in the Pieta, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. this—it's kind of she's holding her son, her child, uh, who died, and so there's there's a, probably a lot of different ways that <laughs> we've reflected on this, and it just kept coming up that we just want people to feel held, to feel loved. And you, know, you, you both use that term held, but you've also used the term, you know, to lean in to something, to lean into the grief, to lean into, to, you know, the sorrow. Um, and I'm left with this impression that this retreat, like you said, Bree, is not going to fix anything, but that to give us that sure certain knowledge that 
when we there is someone we are leaning into there is someone we are being held by and when we have that knowledge that's what equips us not to fix us but to be able to integrate that grief into the rest of our lives so that it can bear fruit and sometimes the fruit might be this retreat or uh lock Locke's legacy or the children's memorial garden or sometimes it's just having the peace to be able to wake up the next day and keep going yeah the gift of eternal perspective um has been tremendous in my grief to really acknowledge and, and recognize in a real way that the sorrow is temporary and there's so much more uh, beyond what happens here uh, while we're living and so knowing that knowing that my pain is temporary and really understanding that eternal love and joy and hope and togetherness um softens the the blow of the the grief and the burden of it mm -hmm. and that there's grace in the grief you know that we don't have to wait till the grief is over to feel that grace that the grace is present there in the grief yeah yeah how can people register for this and how much does it cost well, it's uh, listed on the Terra Sancta website, so they can go to terrasancta.org slash held to find out uh, more information about it and to also um, register whether they, it's an overnight retreat, so lodging is included and Terra Sancta is providing meals and they're wonderful. Um, and really, the, it's, it's based on the participant's ability to pay. So, depending on what um, that person is able to do, uh, the cost, I believe, is two ninety-five, two fifty. What is it for you? We should know this off the top of our All right, we should. But know because this. it's kind of a fluid cost, right? It, and if you're attending as a couple, it's different also. But it is being supported in part by a grant from the Catholic Institute of Mental Health Ministry of the University of San Diego, and so we do have scholarships available if someone isn't able to pay the full cost. So that's probably why I don't know right off the top of my head. Right. It's just, I don't think it's even listed on our flyers. For that reason, yeah. We want people to not use uh, financial difficulty to be a reason not to come. Right. We'll, fig we'll figure out a way to pay for you if yeah. you can get there. And hopefully we can post a link to this on yeah. the Facebook page. Yeah, we can. Um, we'll add it onto the, the place where the chaplet is posted. Beautiful. So, yeah, that would be great. Well, thank you guys for being guests today, for taking two hours out of your morning to come and share with our listeners here on Real Presence Live your your journey and how it's beautiful even in the messy parts. So thank you guys and thank you Amy. Thank you for having me. So we are going to send it up to Rachel in Fargo. Rachel do you have donuts up there? I do not have donuts, no. <laughs> uh, well, okay, but you do have a preview of Monday's show? I do. So coming up on Monday on the next Real Presence Live, Mark Holcraft and Mike Kudrowski will be hosting from the Prairie West Golf Course in Mandan at the Seminarian Golf Tournament. And first, they'll be talking to Ron Schatz, the Director of Stewardship and Resource Development. Then they will be joined by Father Jordan Dosh, Father Josh Walls, and Father Nick Vetter. And later, they will be talking to a Seminarian Grant Dvorak. All this and more coming up on the next Real Presence Live 9 to 11 a.m. Central here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Excellent. Well, thank you, Rachel, for your excellent producing skills today and keeping us on track and rolling with the punches and being so willing to do what we requested you do. <laughs> uh, and then, Amy, we are going to have to do this again. 
Yes, we have so many ideas already about what the next one might be, but I enjoy it. Thank you for allowing me to share in Real Presence Radio's ministry. And also, thank you to Brie and Dion, you know, for being willing to allow us to enter into the beautiful space you've created in memory of your children. Thank you. Yeah, it's an honor to be able to share our stories and to yeah, be able to accompany other grieving parents along their journeys as well. Yes, thank you. Did you imagine you would be here? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, God always has different plans than what I imagined. So. <laughs> would you guys be willing to come on again and talk about how the retreat went? Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I think it would be an interesting update for our listeners to hear maybe some of the, the touching moments as you guys walk through this process with someone else or explained your stories or you know the things that I, I just know the blessings are going to probably be more than than not and it would be great to have an update so hopefully after that we can have you guys on again and and have a a nice um, follow-up and maybe even just what you guys learned i think that would be interesting to to hear what you guys learned putting on the retreat too because yeah. it is a continual process this this grief you know and it like you said it, five years. I did not realize five years is how long you would consider it to be a fresh wound. But but even after the five years, you know, as you know, people like you, you reach other milestones in their life, you know, and and somebody's missing. There's an empty chair. We've talked about that a little bit. In it takes a lot of courage for parents to be ready to step into a full weekend of really sitting with their grief, whether they're new in their grief and it's still big and overwhelming, um, or whether they're further along in their journeys and have found a more comfortable place for it, uh, to step back into that space and to really sit with those, those big feelings and um, a grief that has changed so much about who we are. Um, takes a lot of courage. A lot of humility, a lot of grace um, to be ready to go there. But And when you say yes to those big things <laughs> and take that leap of courage, God just blesses you in ways you can't exactly. even imagine. So yeah. yeah. And I just like to remind our listeners that Father and Bree and Dion are all praying for you as you discern if you need to attend this retreat or not. So I think that's also a beautiful gift you're giving to these attendees already. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, so org slash held right. is where they can go to register. All right. Well, thank you again for listening to us here on Real Presence Live, and we will be with you again on Monday. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.